Hey friend, I hope you've had a wonderful first part of your week. So today you are in for a nice treat. As you can see, this is an interview episode if you read the title and this is gonna be the first one of the year. I felt like it was so fitting. This was actually an interview that I did not too long ago with my friend, Nicole. She is such an amazing human being and such an accomplished mama friend. And honestly, I just cherish her and our friendship so much. So you're gonna to wanna to stay tuned. You're gonna to wanna to grab a pen and paper. There's so many amazing golden nuggets that are gonna be in this episode today and all the things that we talk about. But our focus is going to be goals and walking those goals and those things backwards. So what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, you're going to want to stay tuned so you can hear all the things. All right, let's dig in. Hey friend, welcome to Purposefully Planned Mom Life. Are you over rocking that sloppy hot mess mom bun? Do you find yourself wondering when you're going to figure it out and how to have more balance in your day to day? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel disappointment when nothing goes as you intended? And somehow, the house is still a mess, you haven't showered again, and yeah, that self-care time? Forget about it. Hey, I'm Sarah. I too was that busy mama who looked like I had it together but deep down struggled with how I somehow got lost in this new season. I wanted more balance in my life, and I wanted to work towards my God-given goals and dreams but didn't know where to start now that I was a parent. I kept telling myself this is the new norm and I'm simply just a hot mess mom. Eventually I broke up with that ungodly belief over my life and began planning and journaling. In this podcast, you will learn how to prioritize and plan, develop intentional habits, and build your faith as a busy, multi-passionate mama so that you will have more clarity, confidence, and purpose in all that God is calling you into. If you're ready, yank up those high-waisted leggings, go grab that planner and journal, and let's get to it. Awesome. Well, hey, Nicole. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. So please tell the listeners who you are, what you do, a little bit about yourself. I am just so excited to have you here. Oh, thanks, Sarah. I'm just as excited, I think. Uh, well, I'm here in Central Florida, and um, my husband and I, we have two kiddos. So I have a three, almost three and a half year old, and five and a half month old. And it's definitely fun. Um, my three and a half year old is a little girl, Jane, and then the baby is my son, Jack. Aww. And so I'm a mom of two, which is wild to say. Uh, my background originally is actually in theater and music and dance and all of that, uh, but I kind of shifted out of that when I met my husband, and we actually now today help to run a private mentorship program that helps people learn how to build a scalable e-commerce business model within our platform and uh, do things with that asset type income like eliminate debt, free up some time, uh, build better relationships, marriage, family, all of that, and setting and achieving goals. So oh, I love that's that. a little bit about me. Oh, that's so awesome. Yes. And I have the pleasure of being what, like not even 10 minutes from you. So it has been yeah. great because we get mom coffee dates. Like I've gotten to meet Jane and well, Jane and Roman are, so my son, Roman and your daughter, Jane are both in the same, um, like, uh, I guess early learning school, kind of like school, but like not school yeah. because they're three, but I, I call love preschool. 
It's like a pre-preschool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which you introduced me to. So I'm forever and eternally grateful for that, by the way, side note, if I haven't thanked <laughs> you a thousand times, here's my next thousand. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, it has been amazing, but I love that. Yes. And of course, on this podcast, love talking goals, love talking, you know, like habits, routines, goal, goal creating, and just crushing your goals. And I always talk about like, you know, as moms, it is important to have goals. Okay. So let's dive in to as for, as far as you, for you in your personal experience as a mom of two and a business owner, how do you structure your goals in your life so that you can have peaceful, but productive days? That's a great question. And I think it's something that I didn't really figure out until probably about a year into motherhood. There was a lot of trial and error and I had that I just want to do it all mentality. Like, why can't I just do it all? You know, why does life have to look different? Why can't I work at the piece I did before? And um, I just wanted, especially because around that time is when I stopped uh, working a traditional job and now I have all this free time, but it's not because kid, a baby, like it's just such a weird transition that we go through as new moms, right? And I just wanted to do all the things. And so uh, what I started to realize is that my my days have to come into line with my priorities and my priorities are based off of my goals. So I needed to get really, really clear on what my goals were. And I don't just mean like I'm starting a business by November, 2023, or I'm paying off $20,000 of debt, but I don't just mean that. Although I do mean those kinds of things. I also mean, what do I want to cultivate in this season? You know, do I want to be more present? Do I want to focus on more family time? Uh, what do I want my marriage to look like? What do I want, uh, you know, my relationship with my kids to look like, what do I, um, you know, what do I see a year from now in our life? Like it was about, uh, what figuring out what mattered most to me and what I was focused on. And so I started to, this is how I think of it in my head, walk it backwards. So like I started to realize that, okay, I got to get it clear on what my husband and I, in my case, cause I'm married, what we're trying to accomplish and what's most important to us and our family. And for us personally, that order is God, uh, God, each other, and then kids, and then our business. That's our kind of alignment there. So I needed to get clear on that alignment. I needed to get in line with my goals and what I wanted to accomplish long-term. What do I see 20 years from now? What do I see 10 years from now, five years from now? Okay, so what needs to happen this year, right? Okay, now if that's what I want the year to look like, or that's where we need to get to by the end of the year, what do I need to do this quarter? What do I need to do this month? What do I need to do this week? And what do I need to do tomorrow? And here's where that freed me up in the tomorrow, because I could put so many mommy and me activities and to-do list stuff and errands and, and clean this and clean that and, and dance classes now and this and that on my schedule in a day. But I wasn't even like, I was stressed out of my mind. My thoughts were racing constantly because I had no margin in my life. And so when I started to learn to walk it backwards, it started to free up my day uh, to be more peaceful. Because I think we connect, like we have goals. So like we're busy and we're fighting for goals. No, it's the opposite. Having a goal is a boundary that frees you up to be present in the moment because you know exactly what you're trying to accomplish. And so you know exactly 
what you need to accomplish in a day. And it's often a lot less than we think because we just don't know what our goal is. So we have a hundred goals, but when we get clear on them, it simplifies our days and it's so, so important. So that's how I think about it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. No, you touched on so many different, like little pieces in there that I'm just like, yes, yes. Oh yes. I think it's, you know, it's really, and, and we talk a lot about, you know, you've listened to this show. We talk a lot about balance. And I think that it's, you know, a lot of times it's redefining that balance as a mom, right? So once we have children, like you said, we're not moving at the pace that we did before. Cause now we have different responsibilities, you know, like the biggest one is you're in charge of this like human being, right? <laughs> How scary is that? <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, in your case, you, now you have two, and then you're also running a business. You're also, you know, working towards creating all these different things in your life so that you have more balance and that, so it does, you are living a life that's fulfilling, but also working towards all the goals in a way that is not, like you said, super overwhelming. And you're also, I like what you said too, about having, sometimes we have too many, um, quote unquote goals, but we're not actually clear on what we're trying to accomplish. So I think sometimes we just get mentally overwhelmed, like, okay, well, if I just do stuff and I say that I'm doing stuff, it makes me feel like there's some type of weird, um, I know I've heard about like different studies and stuff, but like, it makes us feel like we're actually, you know, by being busy, we feel like we're accomplishing stuff, but really where yeah. is that getting you? What is the purpose and intention of whatever it is that you're doing? Right. And I think that's so, so important. So I absolutely love that. So I'm sorry. Good. I, I, sorry, I have oh, to interrupt. Good. I was just reading a book by Agmandino yeah. um, called A Better Way to Live. And he talks about that. Like so many people are chasing a busyness because it gives them an immediate gratification of feeling like they've accomplished something and they let their whole life go by and, and we're so focused on the busyness. They never actually accomplished anything significant. Oh my God. And yeah. I was like, Ooh, gut check. Okay. Um, so definitely that was a good read, but, uh, that really reminds me what you're saying. It's so true. And I think as moms, it's so easy to get lost in that because we just need to feel like we've done something, Yeah, but it winds up being busyness at first. Yeah. And we want to feel accomplished. I think it's natural for, especially just women in general, you know, I think guys look at accomplishments and goals just slightly differently, or like they receive it and understand it in a different perspective, just because, you know, they're just wired differently. And I think, for us, I know goals for me, I mean, I've always been someone who chases goals and dreams and, and working towards the next thing. Cause everything to me, everything, I think just part of my personality is I'm like, what's the next challenge? Let's crush it, you know, but mm -hmm. it changes when you have children and that's okay. It can be a mm -hmm. beautiful thing, but you also have to be, like you said, you just have to really know what are you working towards and be very intentional and be very like, okay, what is the purpose of what I'm doing? So I definitely, I'll have to include that book in the show notes for people to check out. Cause I know I'm going to add that. To oh yeah, yeah. 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 So I'll definitely do yeah. that. So I'm curious, um, why in your opinion, why do you think it's so important to have goals, especially as a mom? I think, uh, I think, well, as a mom, first and foremost, and this is something I'd always learned even before I had kids from people who had kids and were fighting for goals um it's so important that our kids see us uh to like our kids learn from example so it's so important that our kids see us setting and achieving goals they see us having something we want to accomplish 
overcoming all the challenges to get there and make it happen. And then the victory of what it feels like when we did, because that teaches our kids so much about how to accomplish anything in their life and perseverance and that things aren't just going to happen easily and having a little bit of fight in them. And I know that our kids are going to learn how to accomplish and go after their dreams and goals, despite life happening around them from watching us do it, not just us talking to them about how you would do that. And that was something that before we had kids, uh, because we had already at that time um, started our business, we, we knew we wanted our kids to see that. And that was a big reason why we chose to build something a non-traditional outside of what we were doing for work, because we wanted our kids to see that. But I will tell you that since becoming a mom now, like in reality, (laughs) (laughs) I have realized through this process of walking it backwards and and figuring out what needs to go on my calendar in a day to accomplish something long-term, that clarity produces margin. And when I have margin, I can be more present throughout my day with my kids. And so it mattered more than anything else to me to stop what I was doing and and get clear on what I was trying to accomplish instead of what I was trying to do. And it freed me up so much in my day. And I have so much more quality time, especially with my three and a half year old than I did. You know, I went from rocking her in the chair, thinking about the thousands of things I needed to do to rocking her in the chair and smelling her, her baby skin and her sweet hair and just like savoring the moment. And I know as moms, we can relate to that. Oh and that God, was a yes. game changer for me. I think too, like I had to re, re, like you said something about, uh, re redefine thinking, redefining what like, per, like this looks like now that you're a mom. Right. And I think I had to also be okay with like what, okay. Long-term accomplishing all these things. I'm walking backwards. I know what I need to do. I know what I need to put on my calendar, but if life and children went nuts one day, what is the most important thing that I need to accomplish in my day? If I did nothing else, like if laundry was everywhere and dinner didn't get made and I barely got to see my husband and kids didn't nap and it was just chaos, what is the one thing that I must do if I do nothing else? And for me personally, disclaimer, for me personally, that's time in God's word. That's just me personally, but for someone else that might look different, that might be exercises or just meditation in general or journaling or whatever it is. But that was another thing is it was so important to have a goal for my day that, that of course was in line with my long-term goals, but have a goal for my day so that if I did nothing else, I at least did that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Well, and, and we all have those days. That's the thing. It's like, you know, as much as I talk about, obviously I teach on balance. I talk about goals. We talk about habits, routines, like all of these amazing things, but that doesn't mean that every day is going to be perfect. That doesn't mean every day is going to be like, oh my gosh, I had a 10 star goal crushing day. Like it doesn't happen every day and that's okay. Right. I think I had to start thinking of my days in like three days segments. So I went from, when I became a mom, I started to think in like 48 to 72 hour segments. Like that was a day for me. Yeah. And that really, because there's a lot that happens. (laughs) Right. Because, well, if I need to accomplish five things and it takes you all day to do laundry, then right. I can only accomplish that one. Yeah. That's how I think. 
Yeah, I totally get it. No, and I think, and that's the cool part is like, I think everybody, you know, breaks it all up so differently. And I know, I mean, I like to, which I guess I do something similar to walking it out backwards because I always tell people like, you know, you're going to take a look at your month and then, and I think I do it in just like shorter spans of time. So for me, when I talk about goals, it's like, okay, well, what do you want to accomplish like this month and just write out some, you know, we talk about writing and journaling and getting that pen to paper and saying, okay, what is it that I want to accomplish this week? As far as, you know, maybe with the home, maybe in your personal life, maybe, you know, in habits that you're working on creating or your routine, whatever that may be, you know, for a big chunk of my time, when I first was coming out of like my hot mess momhood, I was really working towards just how can I get my home in order and have routine, have somewhat of a routine or some way to keep me accountable so that I knew like, you know what? I can do X, Y, and Z throughout the week. And so I would look at the month first and then you break it down by the week and then you break it down by the day. And so I think that's so effective because it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you can make a big goal and you can say, okay, I want, you know, something, this to happen in my home. I want my home to be completely clean by the end of the week. That's very, it's a very broad goal. And if you don't break it down, And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't give yourself these small, like bite it off little by little, it's going to be really hard just on our minds. It's just overload. We got a lot going on up there, (laughs) especially if you have littles at home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think in this season as a mom and figuring out, you know, who I am outside of that, that's mental space became my top priority, um, in a day. So that's huge. That's amazing. Well, this has been so, so good. I just have one more question for you. So if let's say there's listeners out there and they're like, you know what? Oh my gosh. Like I would totally love to start like walking it, walking it backwards. Like this method that you kind of live by and that you use for your life, you know, where would they start? Like, where could somebody, no matter where they're at right now, what are some things or steps that they can take so that they can begin that process of walking it backwards? You know, I think this is where journaling is so powerful. And I I love that that's something that you've been talking about a lot here uh, and incorporating in because a lot of times we don't, we're not, not only do we not have a chance to sit in the quiet, but we're not comfortable sitting in the quiet. We're not comfortable being alone with our thoughts. And so we don't ever sit down and say, what do I want to accomplish? What does matter to me? What are my values? What do, what do I want my life? To, when I when I leave this earth, what do I want my kids to say about me? What do I want people to say about me? I know that sounds so overwhelming, but like, what is that stuff that matters to us? And so I just recommend to folks to take some time to journal that, write that down, write down, you know, maybe it, maybe for someone, it is a tangible it is 10 tangible goals they want to accomplish in the next five years. Maybe for someone else, it's just, you know, compassion's important to me and giving's important to me and, um, you know, whatever, like values, it just uh, kind of depends on where someone's at and what they're comfortable with doing this. But that is where to start. Um, that's where I started. And then now when you have that raw mater- material now, what I started to do was I filtered everything through that picture of what I want my life to look like. So we, this is how this all started. You, we were talking about putting something on, if you wanted to take on something and we were talking about this because 
you know, if I know that I want to be more present with my kids right now, and there's the opportunity to volunteer somewhere, and then there's an opportunity to volunteer at my kid's school, well, if my goal is to be more present, I'm going to turn down the volunteering elsewhere, and I'm going to volunteer at my kid's school, because that lines up with my goal right now, just as an example. So once you journal that, now you can kind of filter stuff that comes at you, stuff that you can say yes or no to through that and create that space to find yourself because when we don't have space in our days, we can't shift. We can't shift into uh, who we're called to be outside of motherhood. And so another, one more tactical thing I would say, and you talk about this with your calendar planning, I actually use uh, high, highlighter color codes. This is so technical and some people, this does not resonate with at all, but I use color coding in terms of my goals Stuff, that, stuff that's on my calendar that in some way, shape or form relates to a goal that I have or something I'm working on. So if I see, if yellow is like ancillary stuff and I see a lot of yellow, I'm like, hmm, where's my blue? My blue is what matters right now. And so it helps me kind of visually, like I have way too much yellow in my days right now. I need to get back to the blue, for example, or vice versa. So that's another tactical thing I recommend, especially if you're a calendar planner. Oh my gosh. I love that. Cause I'm all about, I literally just ordered some special highlighters. Um, not too long ago. I already have them now, but they're like lighter pastels because they look better than like the darker highlighters. <laughs> it's so bad. I think uh, I saw them on something you posted and I'm in agreement with those. Yes. It's amazing. So if you're anything like us, <laughs> we're weird and, and quirky in those ways and we're okay. We're okay with it. Like we're good with it. So you know, you can jump on this bandwagon or not, like no judgment. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, this has been so good, Nicole. Thank you so much for just being on the show and being here and sharing like, you know, this method that you live by and these things that you do. And I think one important thing to remember too, you know, it, for the listeners is, you know, every season looks a little different and I think your goals can shift and change and God will put things on your heart. And sometimes it'll be you know, a big shift. And then sometimes it's like, okay, this is right in line to what I've been working towards. So I think that, you know, definitely finding that quiet time and space, like you talked about, which is a non-negotiable for you, you know, making sure that you're making, you're creating time and space to talk to God about these things too, and really have those like deep, okay, this is what I'm working towards, Lord. Is this where you want me to go? Is this a direction that you're leading me? Because if not, help me get back on the path, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that is, I think that's just a really big piece of, you know, working towards the goals, our dreams, our desires, and also being okay with knowing that things will change. They will shift. Mm-hmm. It might be uncomfortable at times. There have been many times this year, I've been very uncomfortable and I have cried and I have journaled my heart out and I have talked it out. I've I mean, walked it out, worked out, trying to get it out. I mean, all the things. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it's part of life. And, you know, we get life throws us surprises sometimes. And sometimes God's got to check us a little bit to get us back on in line. <laughs> he he works in those transitions. Yes. He really uses those to um, help us. Yeah. To figure out, yeah, what, where, we're, where we're going and yeah. purpose. I love that. So if let's say someone's listening and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to hang out with this girl, Nicole, because trust me, if you don't think that, like I'm telling you right now, she's kind of awesome. Okay. She's bomb.com. So if somebody is looking to connect with you, I know you're on social media. Um, you know, where can someone connect with you and find you? 
That's a great question. Uh, I'm so old school sometimes. Like my temptation is to be like, hey, call me. <laughs> my number. But um, no, in seriousness, you can, uh, if someone's looking to connect, we can totally connect on Facebook. I'm Nicole Kringle on there. Pretty simple. And you can friend request me and maybe just give a shout that you heard this. That would be pretty cool. Uh, right. And I'd love to connect more for sure. Um, it's, yeah, that would be a blessing. That's awesome. And I will definitely include that in the show notes. So you don't have to worry about um, spelling or anything like that. Wondering who, who is this person? Is this the right Nicole? So awesome. Well, (laughs) yeah, right. That could be scary. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Nicole. This has been such a great conversation. I know it's going to be a blessing to the listeners as well. And obviously, you know, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me, you can reach out, connect with Nicole all the good things. She is an amazing woman and I am just Mm -hmm. so honored and blessed to have you on this show. So thank you so much. I'm so grateful. I feel that way too. Thank you. (laughs) I truly hope you were able to receive something from today's episode. If you have a moment and you're loving this show, if you could please leave me a review on Apple podcasts, I would be so grateful and cannot wait to hear how this show is somehow blessing you. Thank you so much again and until next time.